regulators. We regulate any stealing of his property. We're damn good, too. But you can't be any geek off the street. Gotta be handy with the steel, if you know what I mean. Earn your keep. Regulators! You are listening to Thanks for the Invite podcast with Freddie Correa. A thermometer will t- always tell you where it stands because if it's hot outside, it's going to tell you, hey, it's 90 degrees outside. Why? Because a thermometer is affected by its environment. Mm-hmm. So whatever its environment is, it's going to reflect that. Right. And the world is going to see that. Everybody that looks at it, it's going to be like, oh, it's at that level right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the, the other kind of person is a thermostat. So what does a thermostat do? A thermostat regulates. regulates. <laughs> yes. A thermostat doesn't give a fuck what time, what, what, what fucking temperature it is. Uh, a thermostat, you set it at 70, okay? And let's say it's summertime, right? And all of a sudden the environment is getting a little too heated, too mm-hmm. hot. You know, when it tries to pass 70, you know what the thermostat says? Fuck you, bitch. We're going to go back down to We're 70. regulating. We're going to regulate try, You're ass. trying to... See, that's what it's doing. It's Regulators! Like, it's stimulated... Go up, get mad, get mad, go higher, go higher, go mm-hmm. higher. I'm feeling hot. Mm-hmm. You need to raise the heat. Mm-hmm. You know what the thermostat said? You don't control me. Mm-hmm. I say when I go up and mm-hmm. down. Yeah. That's exactly, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> well, things are calling me out. <laughs> We're going to edit that. Regulators! Mount up. It was a clear black night, a clear white moon Warmer G was on the streets, trying to consume Some skirts for the E, so I could get some phones Rolling in my ride, chilling all alone Just hit the east side of the LBC On a mission trying to find Mr. Warren G Seen a car full of girls, ain't no need to tweak All of you search know what's up with 213 Hey, what's up guys, this is Freddie Korea. You're listening to Thanks for the Invite Podcast We are back! Thank you for all the feedback on the last two episodes Episodes, um, the one where I got attacked, I call it an attack, uh, by a woman saying I was harassing her. It's called manspreading. Go to that episode. It's crazy. And then the most recent one with Ian Burford and Sammy Solorio, where we talk about restoring friendships and saving a relationship. Uh, very, uh, fun two episodes. So if you could go back and listen to those, if you haven't yet. And uh, I got to get through a lot of stuff today. Um, on this episode, I have my wife, Lizzie. We haven't recorded a podcast in a long time, but um, we had a lot of fun doing it. And it, it was like, man, we need to do more of these. We got uh, we were just talking. Uh, it was almost like the most recent episode, the, the one with uh, Ian and Sammy, where we were just having a great conversation. We're like, let's just record this right now. Fuck microphones. Let's just drop the, the cell phone on the kitchen counter and let's just talk and it was great it was um on valentine's day we recorded this so i hope you enjoyed this episode guys uh we want to promote we don't have sponsors on the show um and but we 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 like to promote stuff we like and our products we believe in you know and i want to give a shout out to um you can find them on instagram love good fats simple just love the way it's spelled l-o-v-e good fats love good fats is a company that makes uh really delicious bars guys um snacks you could take it like a meal replacement 
they have different flavors. Um, I ran into it through a, an ad. I saw somebody talking about keto and I'm like, oh, this is keto friendly. That's cool. And it has lots of fats. It has less than two grams of sugar. So it's one of those. Um, oh, and it's gluten free, guys. It's one of those products that you could consume, like, let's say at lunch, if, you know, when you're craving bad food. Man, you grab, you golf down one of these delicious keto friendly snacks and and it, it'll relieve your hunger for real. Um, remember those power bars and all this shit they try to sell you at the store like Cliff, all that crap that has tons of sugar, tons of carbs. And, you know, it's just a little sugar rush you get. Everybody's doing keto right now. Everybody's doing low carb diet. It's like this fad. I get it. But even if you're not on keto, if you just want to have a snack and not not like start eating a, a bunch of calories on, on sugar and carbs, this is one of the best options, guys. At least I found it to be. All right, like I said, they're not a sponsor. But um, just to share with you uh, some of the, the different um, flavors they have. They have uh, peanut butter with chocolate, chocolate chip. They have mint. Oh, my God. The mint one. You put it in a free freezer and uh, you eat it with coffee. You could dip it in coffee. It's like eating one of those like mint cookies. It's so freaking good, guys. Um, oh, and the the almond one, rich chocolatey chocolatey almond. That one's really good. Um, where's the coconut? Did I mention the coconut? Yeah, coconut chocolate. That's a really good one too. So they're all good. All the bars are good. Lizzie and I love them. We get them on Amazon. You could probably get them on uh, the website, obviously. Uh, go go to their Instagram, Love Good Fats. And like I said, I, I've been getting on Amazon. I get them for like, let's see, it's a 12 pack. I'm on Amazon right now for 30 bucks. That's 250 each. So for 250 it's way cheaper than, than going and, and buying like a, a bag of chips as a snack and, and peanuts and all that shit. Unless you just, you know want to fucking spend more money but 250 guys for like a nice meal replacement we're getting a little hangry instead of going for a stupid snicker bar those stupid ads oh snicker makes you happy really try one of these fucking bars sorry i'm cussing anyway check them out guys now um want to promote a couple other things and give some shout outs let's see let's start with some shout outs I, I asked on Facebook if people could give us some uh, iTunes reviews, and I want to thank several people, like over 10 people. Instantly, they went on there and started giving us some reviews. We went from 59, I think 58 reviews. I think we're at 69 now. So we got 11 reviews um, reflecting so far. They take a little while to to reflect on um iTunes. If you post it today, it might take two, three days to post. So real quick, Lauren Rosenker, I'm probably messing up the last name, um, but Lauren, thank you so much. You're always supporting the show. Uh, says done and done yesterday. I subscribed today. I left five star review. Rock on Frederick. Thank you, Sean from Vegas. What's up, brother? Um, I met him at the Joey Diaz show last week. Great dude. He's a big fan of Uncle Joey, as I as am I. 
uh, Joey Diaz. Sus- subscribe to that podcast, The Church of What's Happening Now. Check them out. Um, life changer, guys. Uh, Mike Leach, thank you, brother. Henry, all the way from China. What's up, Henry? Yip Mueller. Got you, man. He said, I think I did it already, but I'll do it again in a bit. Thank you, my brother. Don Wrangler, he gave us five stars. My brother, Don Wrangler, funny motherfucker. Always uh, posting funny shit on Facebook. Let's see. Uh, oh, my buddy Israel, where else can I catch it other than iTunes? Uh, my my brother Israel Garcia, he was, I think, back on episode four of Thanks for the Invite. Um, you can listen to him. Now, you could catch it, bro, and I'm telling everybody else that don't have iTunes, um, you could go on Spotify now. Go on Spotify and you can listen to Thanks for the Invite. Just type it in. Put in Freddie Korea. Uh, let's see, Stitcher Radio, Pocket Cast. That's a, what I like to use. It's an app for podcasts. And oh yeah, the best one out of all is Libsyn. I use Libsyn as my web host for the podcast. So if you go to Libsyn, type in L I B S Y N, and type in "Thanks for the Invite" podcast. When you go to Google, it's going to pop up and you could, you could go all the way back to episode four when Israel was on and go back to episode one. There's so many podcast guys, so many episodes that you could go back and listen to. And we've had a lot of great people. We have Philippe Esparza, Lee Syatt, um, Steve Trevino, Jesus Trejo, Steve Simone. We've had uh, uh, Oral Skakel. These are amazing comics huge comics that i'm like why did they ever do my podcast when i was starting out so i'm just grateful for them and um let's see ruben herrera thank you my bro that's my brother right there um from cali lionel begay lionel b gay thank you bro thank you guys everybody giving us uh the five star reviews all right guys and Uh, Another shout I want to give is to my new homie from Canada, Alyssa. She owns her own uh, company, Bombtastic604 on Instagram. And it's custom-made bath bombs, handmade in Canada. It's a small business, and it's also available on Etsy. Guys, women, listening, ladies, especially guys, though. You want to give a nice treat to your woman? You want to take care of her? Show her that you love her? Why don't you get her a bath bomb? You know ladies love baths. I love baths. Okay? And um, Alyssa said, hey, I want to send some bath bombs for your wifey. And what flavors or, or scents? And I, I told her, I sent her, and I even told her one that I like. I like lavender. So she's she sent out some. She sent me the tracking number. So that's, you know what? Boom. That's our first sponsor of this year. Thank you, Alyssa, from Bombtastic604 Instagram. That's called a sponsor. When you send something for a podcast or somebody, you know, and, of course, even if you didn't send anything, we would always promote you because you're always showing love. So thank you so much, Alyssa. And Alyssa's been listening to the podcast, so thank you. Thank you so, so much. All the way from Vancouver. Guys, go to Bombtastic604. Follow this page, and you'll see the link on 
the bio where you could go to Etsy and purchase. They're very good prices. So there's chapsticks and uh, there's like uh, bath bombs that are designed like a sh- like a lady shoe. They're really cool. So, oh, ice cream cones. I don't know if you ever seen this before. Uh, Lizzie brought brought some one time, and and I I even took a bath in one of them. Don't tell anybody. And it's pretty dope. It's it starts bubbling up and it changes the color of the water, and you clean yourself up and you're good, man. You smell great. Oh yeah, and a very special shout out to a new show that I ran into on Instagram. It's from Sandy Pants, and you can find her S A N D Y P. 8-A-N-T-S. It's called Sandy's Insights. It's on Chaotic Radio. If you go to her Instagram and click on the link on the bio, it, it should take you to her YouTube uh, link for chaoticradio.com. So Sandy Insights is a cool new show. Uh, she has several episodes out. Some of them are short, less than 10 minutes. Some of them are closer to an hour. And they're just thoughts from a woman's perspective People sending questions, the size matter. I have a boyfriend, he's cheating, all kinds of stuff. And it's cool, man. And her co-host, I, I don't know his name, but he's he's hilarious. And he's they, they have a great chemistry on the show together. So big shout out to Sandy Pence. Keep doing your show. Uh, I would request to also put it on a podcast audio format. So you can put it on iTunes, Spotify, and you'll have more, more um, what do you call it? more outlets for people to listen to your Sandy insights. All right, guys, big shout out to my wife, uh, Lizzie Correa, L I S S Y Correa, C O R R E A Lizzie Correa. And, uh, you notice I, when I say Lizzie, I say Correa, but when it's Freddie, it's Korea. It's, I don't know why it's weird. Hey man, I like, I like North Koreans. Um, check out her page. She, she is, Blowing up on Instagram. She has sponsors, makeup companies sending us stuff constantly, ring door going off, ring doorbell. I keep thinking someone's breaking in. No, it's somebody dropping off a package from CoverGirl. Lizzie is doing her thing. Uh, Makeup looks. She's blowing up, man. I I got jealous. She has way more followers than me on Instagram, but I'm very proud of her. And I'm glad that we finally got to do a podcast again. So here it is, guys. Without a further ado, my wifey, my soulmate. Yay! It's amazing. I'm destroying it like I usually do. Bad destroying burgers. my burger like into little pieces, like a little birdie. That burger is amazing. Thank you for wanting to eat this on Thanksgiving. Well, <laughs> Thanksgiving. For Valentine's Day. Valentine's is like Thanksgiving to me, though, because I'm just giving thanks for you. Aww. Aren't you planning that? Hmm? Are you planning that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, a lot of people don't know, but I know you don't, 
like eating spicy anymore, but if you, put, if you put sriracha, a couple drops on your fat burger, it makes your life really more worth living. Okay, you know that's not, I don't like spicy. I can't handle, you take it to like a whole nother level. You made me like this. No. Mm-hmm. No. You, I entered, I made spaghetti for you one day that had and it hot was sauce. super spicy and I got mad. And you got mad and you're like, what is this crap? What year was that? It was our first year of being married. So, 05, 06, somewhere around there. 2005 or 2006. I remember you made me spaghetti <laughs> and I've never ate spaghetti uh, with a bite. Like it was spicy. It had a kick to it. It had a kick. And it pissed me off. I got mad because I'm like, spaghetti's not supposed to taste like this. It's supposed to taste like a sloppy joe <laughs> on noodles. <laughs> you threw it in my face? I didn't throw it in I your face. I got mad and I'm like... And you wanted to throw it in my face. It was douchey though. Because I remember I got mad. I'm like, why is it spicy? My mouth was burning. I, I was not used to eating spicy. That's why I blame you, because somehow I became somebody that eats a lot of spicy food. You know the most spiciest thing I would ever eat as a kid was um, hot sauce on chips? Okay, you're saying so until we got married, when your mom would cook or make salsa, which I'm sure she did, because she does now. You would never eat it, and that was spicy? No, but the thing is that, honestly, I I was raised in a very, like... uh, less than middle class home but still I was so spoiled that I hardly ever ate my mom's cooking because I would buy she would buy me we had food stamps so Mm -hmm. I was raised on I was very spoiled so like there was a period in my life where I just ate a lot of frozen food like uh, kids cuisine you ever heard of those? Mm. Or banquets? Mm. Frozen, frozen I've never seen... I've seen, like, lean cuisine, but not kids' cuisine. Kids' cuisine, yeah. It, it would have, like... Little section had corn. Little section had, like, sliced turkey with gravy, mashed potatoes. And then it had a, um, a another section with brownie. A brownie. Mm. So you would heat it up, and the brownie would be all hard. But it tasted delicious. Yeah, I've seen those. It was, like, burnt hard. Yeah. Hungry Man. Hungry Man does it now. So that's, like, for the grown-up. Yeah. I grew up on kids meals but um, kids cuisine they would advertise on Nickelodeon and um, <clears throat> they had like um, sweepstakes you would like cut out the box and send it in for to try to win something it, it was like major advertisement mm. they don't do that no more do they? they still make them the kids cuisine but they don't do sweepstakes and all that crap mm. no more which is how we started talking about this how did advertisement change our lives like we're hypnotized in this in this world no we started talking about how valentine's is marketed towards men just men in general like mainly targeted for men Mm because you see all these commercials to buy things for their girls jewelry Mm -hmm. i never seen um i never seen uh a valentine's valentine's or valentine commercial valentine Valentine? No, Valentine's. Valentine's? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, Valentine was the guy. So but it's called a, Valentine's Day. With the apostrophe. Okay, so Valentine's. i never seen a Valentine's Day uh, commercial advertised towards women. Like, what to get your man. 
And you, you said that, and it opened my eyes. I'm like, oh my god! It's always like uh, Zane or what was it that jewelry store? Zales. Zales. Yeah. Or, or K. K. Every kiss begins with K. K. We did that perfectly. Well. So on that note, what'd you get me? Fat burger. <laughs> wow. Why well, you gotta look down? Now this is the best. I love it. I don't take Actually, you got me fat burger because remember I got home from work. I didn't know what to get. We were gonna get Thai food. We've had busy days lately at work, and those are just making. We're just making excuses for for planning Valentine's. But who's to say that we have to celebrate Valentine's? What is it? It's just being shoved down our throats. I think it's different when you're in a relationship. Are you Maybe to more when you're date in the beginning. No, so, but, so you're but then people say, true? oh, people. Then people are going to say, oh, well, now because you're married, you don't. That's you know, my friends that work. Stop trying, blah blah blah. My friends that work. He's like, oh wow. So after 13 years, that's that's where you're at now, huh? <clears throat> I'm like, no. We we have date nights every week. And that's the thing. It's like when you're in a relationship. Honestly, it's so cliche, mm-hmm. but I mean, not every day you treat each other like Valentine's Day. So I get the point if I play devil's advocate where I see the benefits mm-hmm. to Valentine's Day, like when it's your birthday. And this mm-hmm. is probably a bad example, but I sometimes think, oh, wouldn't it be nice if people love me like this every day? Why does it have to be my birthday that mm. people are, are being nice to me? Why can't we? So it's the same thing like with Valentine's Day. You should always treat each other. I, you should right. like that. But here's, here's the thing. And I'm just going to throw it out there. I don't mean no disrespect to the homies, okay, that have children. But maybe Valentine's Day is that day mm-hmm. for the homies that have um, children. Mm-hmm. That's know? true. They go out and they because take their girls. They're busy, man. They're, they're busy. They have to take care of babysitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never the baby, of it like dropping that. Out, like our neighbor. How many people do we see in the morning and, and at five o'clock drop picking up or dropping off their kids? Because our neighbor has a little babysitting thing. Mm-hmm. She takes care of kids. So these people have to get up extra, like an extra half hour, 40 minutes early to mm-hmm. drop off their kid. So by the time they get home and then they have to feed their kid, they have mm-hmm. to make sure the kid fucking takes a bath. Um, homework. Homework. Tell a bedtime story. So I get it. Maybe that once a year. Um, that is that Valentine's Day where they get to escape a little bit, mm-hmm. and then. But we get to escape all the time. Of course, every week. Even more. Because we have we we live that life too throughout the week. Yes. We have that busy life, even though we don't have kids. You have. We fill it with other stuff that. You have a very important job. You come home. Sometimes you have to keep doing some work. And then on top of that, you have your makeup career, you know? Which maybe if I had a kid, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to devout or de- devout to devote, devout, devote as much time or any time mm-hmm. that I do. But I feel I'm filling up my time. Because it's a process. It's not just like a podcast, like a podcast. Um, no, it, it is like a podcast is what I meant to say, because like, like for your pictures, your makeup looks, it's not just like. 
some people might think, oh, she just posted up. No, there's a there's something behind it. The preparation, the thought you put into it. It's an art. So, the tags, the caption, the, the timing of mm. when I post the picture. Like Yeah, there's a special time, right, to upload something on Instagram where people are gonna view Yeah, it. I mean I've noticed if I post around these times, I do get more engagement. Um, I, I've been, you can read this too online. It's not like it's hidden or anything, but you can put when's the best time to post on any platform that you're trying to grow, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, I don't know about Snapchat, but there is a lot of information out there that tells you, okay, this is the, the, the times. And even if you have an Instagram page that's business, because um, you know how you can make your um, page business, mm-hmm. a business profile. I tried it. Um, mm-hmm. You can, it shows you there, like what, when people are viewing your stuff, like oh, it, yeah. it, it tells you, oh, these days are the best days to post based on your audience. So that's, that helps too. Mm-hmm. But. It gives you the analytics. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of work behind it that goes into it. So we come home, we're busy. We recently did. Um, I would like to share this with people. We recently recently did a weekly routine schedule. Oh my god, where has that been since we've been together? Yeah. Since since fourteen Valentine's Day ago. <laughs> I know. Andy, that's a good Valentine's Day present you gave me. You there gave you us. Yeah. See, I consider that like and Every couple is different. Something that's going to benefit us, right? Whatever works for us may not work for others. Whatever people do for others, How for would them. you explain that? That thing we have on the wall in the kitchen. I'm looking at so it right now. It's a, it's weekly, a weekly routine. It's Sunday through Saturday, mm-hmm. right? And it's broken up into three sections, sections mm-hmm. which is stuff for the whole week that I have to do. Mm-hmm. And then stuff that you have to do, whether, you know, that be your working out, comedy, my makeup, and working out, mm-hmm. and house chores. And then there's the last section where it's stuff that we have to do as a couple. And that was labeled us. Yeah, and it's labeled us. So, like... And we have date night on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, date night's on there. Date it's very night. important for couples. Couples should have this. Even if you do have kids, you should have it at least every other week or something. Um, but I'm just going to read Friday. Do you mind if I read yours? No. But I don't, I'm not reading I don't, it I don't, first. I don't have this on Friday. How about if I read one wow. that you and me have one? Let's see. Okay, Monday. It's only because I'm off. Fridays. Okay, so m- Monday. You work Mondays. I, you have on yours on Monday, you have stretch, yoga, workout. And that's just the beginning. We haven't filled it all out. Yeah. On us, we don't have anything. But then on mine, I have chores, clean pool, um, write comedy one hour, work out, promote podcasts, uh, and do a, an open mic Monday Funday at the Sand Dollar. Let's say Wednesday, you put chores, sweep house, living room, clean under check couches, groom the kids. Um, and then I have on mine, do the Swiffer. So you sweep. And then I get oh, to did do, you do that on this Wednesday? I did not. No. Oh, good thing we're bringing this up. <laughs> did you work on house projects? We, no. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Back up. 
before you throw it in my face, on Wednesday, <clears throat> after the Swiffer, I have a jackpot comedy show or do house projects. But what happened is that I got booked at LA Comedy Club. No excuses. Well, Just kidding. You know, you know me. I get off at 6.30. And I this know. all goes back to the same. We come back to a full circle. Um, I got booked at LA Comedy Club that same day. Then I get home barely at 6.30, 6.45. If I don't leave the house by 7.15, I will make it by 8 o'clock at the stratosphere. So then, after I, you know, I come home. I barely have time to um, Breathe. take a shower <laughs> yeah. or sometimes just switch clothes straight from work, which is going to suck in the summertime. You know how it is in the summertime. You don't shower twice a day or especially after work. You're going to stink. Mm-hmm. Or I will because my job is very active. Um <clears throat> You could work out and does it give you more um, push to go to the gym and you could just take a shower there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's one of the things when I was really going, like, full, fully going into the gym, like, committed, I would go and use that as... I, I wouldn't even shower at home anymore. I think that's how I got athlete's foot, too. Oh, yeah. You always got to wear... Um, <laughs> you got to wear sandals is what I learned. Not, yeah. My dumb ass. But, um, yeah, I, I, I come home... And uh, it's been cured, by the way. Uh, but uh, and I rushed to to go from one job to another job, my comedy job. And then after that, I try to leave sometimes. Sometimes I get home on time, but by then it's already ten o'clock, ten thirty. It's already time to go to bed. So it's like, can you imagine if we had kids? People ask me, "When do you guys have kids?" No, I feel we bad would be sometimes. Selfish if we had kids. Yeah, I feel bad that we have dogs. Exactly, I was going to say. I know, I knew you were going to say that, so I stole it. Well, because I was cutting you off, so sorry. No, I, I, I knew you were going to say that, so that's why I kind of jumped on it, but it's true. So we have dogs, and it's like they're in their own individual rooms because we have pit bulls. You can't leave pit bulls by themselves or they'll kill each other <laughs> and uh, ruin your floors with blood. Uh, whoa. Whoa, we got, yeah. Oh, sorry. It's okay. It reminded me of a story of Joe Rogan. Uh, he had two pit bulls, two female pit bulls, and one oh, female, yeah. female pits. I mean, just, just female dogs alone. Well, just pit bulls by themselves. Well, adding that that they were female, because yeah, females shouldn't be yeah, female dogs. Yeah, female dogs they fight each other. Um, yeah, but Joe Rogan had um, two female pit bulls, and one day he came home, and one of them was killed, and the other one was <gasps> just sitting there wagging its tail. And it was bloody all over the place. Yeah, Joe Rogan episode 349. Oh my god. I'm just kidding. It's not, I don't know what episode no. it is. He talks <laughs> but, about it. But though? yeah, he's mentioned it a lot of times on the episodes. Um, oh my god, it's so traumatizing. It is. and But it's true. I mean, unless you're like Caesar Milan or whatever, or Tino Sanchez, uh, <laughs> then your dogs, uh, your pit bulls should not live with each other. Speaking of, speaking of pickles, here comes, here Chico. comes Chico Rico. Can you get some water? Yeah. He just ate his raw hide. And, uh. Can you imagine we have a real kid doing that? Yeah. yeah. Because of more. You have responsibility. It's, it's so hard. I, I, I really admire. I do admire parents, though, man. Well, I, I do, too. I, I, I know. I don't know what I'm saying no to, but at the same time, I am. <laughs> Yeah, and but but people like like I don't know if parents that look at people like us that don't have kids, like family, like couples, 
Like, if they look at us anything, we look down on them. I really don't. I talk shit, but I'm joking around. But I admire and I look up to a lot of the shit they do because, man, I have homies that have kids and they have podcasts. Like, they mean this. Chavo 101. Shout out to Chavo 101. He just started his podcast, the Chavo 101 show. Um, my homie Grumzilla, they're like, he wants to start his podcast. Like, it's a hard thing to do, even for me, that I'm. I'm, I'm I'm married, but I don't have kids. It's still hard. It's well, yeah, hard because you time. you have to commit to keeping this our relationship still keeping strong, and it takes time, mm-hmm. right? It takes date nights. It takes spending time with me for the kids too. Like they're not real humans, mm-hmm. right? Which would require more time and responsibility. Yeah. But the time that they do take from us. It's not a lot, but I mean, it's enough for us for what we want in our lives. Mm-hmm. Now, see, and now Chico's asking to go outside. Yeah, in the middle of the podcast, Chico. In the middle of the podcast, Chico. I'll take it out. Yeah. So Lizzie's gonna take Chico all the way to the side yard because we have a little bit of um. Fake grass. Oh, you can take him to the backpack? Yeah. Can you, <clears throat> can you turn on the light back there? Yeah. I don't want him to fall into the water. It's been raining a lot in Vegas today. I guess there was like a big storm that passed through Hawaii. And it's been passed on to us, California, Arizona. Up in Reno, it's been snowing a lot. Here in Vegas, it's just been raining a lot. Um, I know it rained on Valentine's Day. It did. It's raining in California too, I hear. Like crazy. Yeah. This is, um, I, I don't know, maybe I, in the six, seven years that we lived in Vegas, this is one of the days that I can recall that has had the most rain, through, rain throughout the day. Because Vegas is a type of per, person, <laughs> <laughs> Vegas is the type of place that it rains hard and then it stops. And then it goes hard again. But this today has been it's just like been all drizzling. Day, yeah. yeah, all day. It hasn't stopped. Like, <clears throat> I've been dreading, like, getting out of my work truck to, you know, go on work on the side of a commercial bu- building, you know, like, and I need it. I'm like, what, where, why don't I have a fucking um, umbrella? Umbrella, yeah. You should get one. Yeah, my friend uh, Gil. We were working on a job, and he came next to me, and he was holding it while I was working on the side of the building, and it reminded me of Puff Daddy when his uh, servant, (laughs) what's his name, Uh, remember he got famous for a little while, the the guy that was holding his umbrella, he used to dress all nice, and he even got a show for a little bit. I think so, I think so. A little bit of clout. Yeah. If I saw a picture, I would remember. There's a famous picture of, of this guy in a... In a like a plaited suit, holding holding an umbrella for P Diddy, and then um, P Diddy's just walking while he, while his servant is being all wet. Except my friend was under the umbrella right next to me. Yeah, like we're like all cozy. But um, uh, what are we talking about? <laughs> wow, Valentine's Day it's rainy in Vegas and it never rains here. It's mm. been raining all day. We let's go back to the whole marketing of uh, Valentine's Day marketing oh yeah because we started talking about like who like how did the 
how did even Valentine's came to be? Mm-hmm. Like, how did it come to the States? I know it comes from a saint. Saint, saint yeah. Valentine. It's definitely from a religious background. But honestly, that's all I can, I remember and know right now about yeah. Valentine's. Remember when we were growing up in church, though, like, um, religion in church, uh, people pick and choose what holidays they'll participate in. Yeah. And Valentine was always like the one that they were okay with because it's like, it's about love. Yeah. It's like the preacher would always choose a sermon about couples and marriage. Which is always positive towards people and edifies people. Yeah. That's another word I want to bring back, edify. You know how we do fellowship? Like fellowship, not even yeah. edify. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start bringing that back <coughs> with, with Drew and Matt, all the guys from the comedy club. You also say fornication. I say fornication, but joking, but yeah. yeah. But when we're hanging out last time, I'm like we should have fellowship, man. Well, they always say that now. Come and on, they say fellowship. Now, yeah, like, Freddie, we're we gonna have fellowship, like Drew. <clears throat> now I'm gonna say, hey man, we should have fellowship and edify each other. <laughs> yeah. What does edify mean? Um, don't well look it up. But let me try to define it. Okay, define it. I just found it. Edify is to prop, like to to make better, to grow, to help grow, to help make better or grow. Mm. Something like that. Good stuff. What is this? What it says? Edify. Edify. That's how you pronounce it. Edify. And it says instruct or improve someone morally or intellectually. Ooh. Well, I didn't say the morally or intellectually part, but, but basically, I got it right. I'm just yeah, kidding. yeah, you, you did. You did a great job. Um, but that's what the preachers would do. They would always bring a sermon to for the for Valentine's. You know, that was one of the the holidays that they would always say it was okay. Kind of. Mm-hmm. I guess we didn't do the hearts thing because remember in school you would do the whole giving hearts to kids and. Get, you would have to do it for all your friends, and and at, do you remember like the little cards? You no, would I buy? know. Yeah, they. I forgot about that. The cards you would buy. At, I miss those, by the way. Yeah. Because you would get you wouldn't you wouldn't know. It was almost like at the end of the year when you get your yearbook, and you're like, uh-huh. oh, who wrote in my yearbook? You were always. I mean, I was. I was always curious. Like, oh man, like which of my classmates gave mm-hmm. me a little, and which kind they give me? Because even mm-hmm. though I was little, I was very particular. Like, oh. I would yeah. like a different card. And I even kept... I think I even... No, did I throw them away? In my memory box? I you did. You better. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, they were <laughs> like... I'm just kidding. Three... What? Third grade, fifth grade, fourth grade? Yeah. What's that kid you I used don't to like? Why. Alonzo? Or what's his name? Alonzo? I don't know. You used to have a crush on somebody. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so oh, remember the kid you had a crush on and he turned out to be gay? Yes. We're not going to say his name. No. Okay. But yes. And remember I got jealous of him one time? And he ended up um, briefly dating my best friend at the time. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. But it was one of those relationships. You had a crush on him and then he dated and your best friend dated him. Yeah. Well, he was known. Like, he was the guy. Like, the player. Let's just call him Manny. His name was Manny. His name was Manny. Manny was... The the guy like the like the guy that all the girls wanted. Mm-hmm. He was a cholo, like kind of like bangs. He wasn't like a real cholo, but he dressed. He dressed like he dressed a, like a cholo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and my best friend at the time it, during recess, all the kids in our in our class forced them to hold hands and and kiss. Mm-hmm. You know, it was one of those like pressured 
mm-hmm. like peer pressure uh, boyfriend and girlfriend like mm-hmm. it was like it probably lasted just that recess mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah but anyways fast forward time I find out he's gay <laughs> Oh, way fast forward time. Way, way fast forward. I mean, this is like... when you got married after 2005, like around 2000. elementary we're talking about, right? Yeah, this is in the 90s. Um, But then like in 20... Let's see, 2007, after we were already a few years married, I remember... I remember Fast forward. You you ran into him and you had not seen him in so many years. I remember I got jealous. I'm like, why are you being so friendly with this guy? I remember I got kind of mad because he was friends with one of my friends. And I was See, like, him and why is this guy talking to you like that? I'm right here, bro. What's up, homie? Oh, my God. What up, homie? Me and me. <laughs> See, it, it was even though he, I would not hang out hang out with him, mm-hmm. we would kind of be in a group that would be hang out always after on the bus because we would always mm-hmm. take the bus to school, home. Mm-hmm. So we would always have a crew that we would always like, kind of hang out with. And it was yeah. me, him, David Orozco. Oh, David. David Ross. Oh, I already said his name. Damn it. Shit. Oh, shit. I could. Okay, what number are we on? Uh, 25 minutes. Remember that. Okay. I'll, I'll take out his name. Okay, okay, anyways, there's a, a group of us that would always hang out. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just so crazy um, looking back now. Yeah. And, and, and you never would have thought. You, no. And check this out. So remember, this is what's crazy, too. Um, I remember we ran into him at Circus Circus with the Zwar Zwar. I'll say Zwar Zwar. It doesn't matter. Okay. At this point, if you could figure it out, then you know who it yeah. is. Um, but we're, we're hanging out with the Zwar Zwar's and George and Sammy. And we ran into uh, this guy named Manny. And that's when I, I remember I got mad because I'm like, oh, she's just been drinking too much. Mm-hmm. She's too, being too friendly. And why is this guy being too friendly when I'm right there? I'm standing right there. You just introduced me. And he didn't even bother to look at me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm the husband, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I will fucking break you in half. You're little. Ooh. You're this small. <laughs> you're this skinny. Well, he was not that small, but he's like, you know. He's like my height. He's a twink. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with being a twink. There's like, the definition of. Oh, all right. I'll look up the definition. A lot of people might take this as derogatory, but it's not. Not if you say it with love. Okay. Um, okay. Which you are. Let's see. Twink. Alright. I'm not gonna oh, guess this one. No, I just typed in twink. That picture and it came took up. Me to X videos and Pornhub and um, okay, here we go. Here we go. Wikipedia. Thank you, Wikipedia. Thank you for not giving me porn. Alright, so I'm show you a picture that Wikipedia gave me. You mm-hmm. see that? It's a that? gay slang. So so it's a gay slang, yeah. Uh, can you read it? So it doesn't sound like I'm being homophobic. Okay. Twink is a gay slang for a young man in his late teens to early 20s, whose traits may include general physical attractiveness, Mm -hmm. little to no body or facial hair. Yeah. Attractiveness. If I was gay, I would fuck him. Yeah. Keep going. Wow. Okay, babe. A slim to average build, a Mm -hmm. youthful appearance that... Very youthful. Bellies? No. That bellies an older chronic... Chronological age. That's mm. not not belly. So that would be two L's. This is one L. B E L I E S. I don't know how to pronounce Billies? that. Billies. Could be, no. Bell, 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 oh, I don't know. That is. Look up that word. B-E- yeah. I don't know. No. Fuck that. B E L I E S. An older chron- chronological age. Yeah. But yeah, he, he he. I was like, this guy. 
you know, you, little twink, you know, like I will break you, bro. Even though I got, I did get beat up by a gay guy, um, a gay kid in elementary. That's a different story. I was trying to be homophobic and oh yeah, I remember. Pick on yeah. Fucking Marvin, I was making fun of him, and uh, he came over and kicked me in the balls. And uh, I respected him ever since to this day. <laughs> you guys are cool now. So, well, no, I never saw him again, but oh. Uh, no, I saw him in middle school and high school a little bit, but I haven't seen him since. But he he was a really cool kid, man. It's just that we lived through a time where, I don't know how kids are now, but we lived through a time where uh, it was not that it was okay, but it was the thing that we were raised on to make fun of gays. you know. And it's a horrible thing. And because I got picked on, I tried to pick on this kid. And... <laughs> I remember I made fun of him in front of his his friends. There were two girls by the swings, and he just ran over to me and said, "He didn't say anything. He just kicked me in the balls." <laughs> and uh, I walked away, looked around, no one saw, and I just respected him since. But um, anyway, so back to Manny. <clears throat> Manny was like, um, he did have that kind of attitude though, where he was very like. Self-aware. Oh, oh shit! What? Hold on, I need to pause this. All right, <laughs> so we're back. We had a little interruption. What were we talking about? Manny, the Manny. Manny guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So, AKA Manny. <clears throat> Not only did I get really mad at him that day when he kind of ignored me and just like looked at me like he he barely even glanced at me and then made eye connection when you introduced me as your husband. And he's being very friendly. But in my head, I had no idea that this is just how he was or whatever. I took yeah. it as, like, disrespectful, right? Maybe months or years later, you know, I was working for the cable company up in Reno. And it turns out I, I get a work order, and it's an install or something like that for his house. I didn't know his name. I, don't, I remember. But I remember pre-calling and... I said, I'm on my way. They're like, okay, I'll be there in five minutes. And I was there for like 20 minutes waiting. And this Manny guy, <clears throat> before I knew it was his house, I'm there waiting because I went to the door and there was a kid, a minor. We weren't allowed to go into minor's homes and do an install or work on a house unless there was a 18 or over, you know, 18 year old over. And <clears throat> so I call again. I'm like, hey, I'm about to take off, dude. Chico, come here. Come here. So I call again and I'm like, hey, I'm about to take off. It's been like 20 minutes. You said you're going to be here five minutes. I got another job I got to go to. I can't sit here and wait for you. Yeah, forever. 20 minutes is a long time. Yeah, and a lot of people do that. A lot of people say that. 10 minutes, five minutes, or whatever. So, anyway, um, he finally gets there probably like 25 or 30 minutes later. And I'm already pissed. I'm already in a bad. Bad, uh, bad mood. Bad mood, yeah. Let me take you out right here. Chico, come here. So he's not walking around making vegetables. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I'm already in a bad mood. And all of a sudden he shows up and I'm like, This motherfucker? This I is like the motherfucker? <laughs> out of all the fucking people that it could have been, it was this fucking douche. Okay? Now I'm like, Fuck this guy. I'm like, I, I fucking, I started boiling. I started getting mad. You know me when I get mad. Yeah. And then he's like, 
Hi. Uh, so how long are you going to be? And then he's he's twisting. He's throwing his keys around, like around his finger, like this and uh-huh. shit. Like, you know. Yeah. Like, so uh, how long are you going to be? And he shows up with a fucking little tank top and shorts and sandals. I'm like. No, sorry. No. Oh, no right. fucking sorry. And he didn't fucking recognize me from that day we met him at Circus Circus. He didn't even know who I was. I was like, what? Yeah. You're late? And you didn't say sorry. And you you're going to give sorry. me an attitude. And you're going to ask me how, how long it's going to take. How about it's going to take 20 minutes uh, more or le- or less because yeah. of what yeah. you just it's, wasted. Well, just to start with, it's going to be 20 minutes more. Yeah. Yeah. Because you were here late. <clears throat> and I was like, what the fuck? And, and, and I'm like, if... if I haven't even gone in your house because there's a kid there, a little fat kid mm-hmm. with fucking uh, yolk on his shirt, you know? Yolk? Yolk, you know, like all dirty, like he was eating eggs and yolk fell on his shirt <laughs> and it's all dried up and shit. It's like, I haven't even gone in to walk in and do the walkthrough, the site survey, nothing. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how long it's going to be. So at this point, I became an asshole. I became... Chico, No! Where are you gonna take him? I'm gonna take him into the bedroom. The bedroom? Okay. Chico's being a little. He wants attention right now. So he's being an ass. So at this point, when you're an ass to your cable guy, guess what? That's not the. That's not. That's what you're not what you should do. It's like being an ass to um, your oh, food your waiter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, your waiter. Before you get your food. You don't do that. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? Oh, you want an outlet here? You want an outlet in the bedroom? Oh, you want one on, in the bathroom for your TV, you bitch? Mm-hmm. Guess what? Are you renting? Oh, you're renting? I'm going to need a letter from your landlord. Otherwise, I can't do the outlet. You don't have any outlets? I'm sorry. I'm but would you do it with a nice person, even if they were renting? No, that's where ni- it goes a long way. No, well, no, the, the renting, yeah. I mean, that was the policy, though. But the thing is that you become, like, if they're an asshole towards you, you know, it depends on the person, but it, it would really go a long way. When you're a nice person, you you try your best, like, you even call the landlord, hey, yeah, I'm right here. Is there any way you could fax it to the office? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're talking about 15 years ago. This is where you couldn't send emails, no fucking yeah. DocuSign, no, none of that digital shit. So you have to have a piece of paper that's stating, because, see... If you just start drilling through people's homes, walls, and putting attachments of cable, then the landlord's like, who the fuck gave you permission? You have to have a written letter, right? So anyway, I just, I, I became an asshole towards him. And then the fact that he didn't even remember me, right? And we we hung out that one night at the Circus Circus, but anyway, um, <clears throat> I was just like, wow. And then... So you never... And then we crossed paths. He was friends with more friends. Wait, did you ever tell him that you knew him? That brother? Not that day. No. Nah, I was like, whatever. And then, years later, it's like every time I would meet this guy, I, it was the first time. You ever have somebody like that? Like, I, I, I could see it with celebrities. Yeah. Like, like every time you meet Joe Rogan, he doesn't know who the fuck you are. Oh, yeah, of course. It's like or, like, how many time. times have we met Joe Rogan? Seven times? Eight yeah. times? He's not going to remember us. No. Um, or even different comics at the comedy club. I worked with them one year and then a couple years later. Right. Sometimes they say, hey, nice to meet you. I'm not going to say, oh, no, we met before. I'm not going to be that asshole. I'm just going to be like, yeah, hey, what's up, man? Yeah. Good to see you. What I say is good to see you. I think that's the best thing. Good to see you, yeah. 
Anyway, years later, we find out that uh, that crush you had, your Valentine's guy. Okay, calm down, baby. No, no, in no shape or form. Do you know that one time I became, I, I kind of bonded with him, though? Mm. When we had that, um, remember we did that cabin weekend in Lake Tahoe? Yeah. And he was there we were with his Wars Wars, Maddie, mm-hmm. and other friends. That was like the only time I ever actually had a conversation. He was hella cool. Mm. We're cool. We had each other on Facebook. Started poking each other. Well. Maybe I turned him gay. I don't know. I think I did. That night. I'm confessing right now. Wow. On Valentine's Day? (laughs) There you go. Couldn't wait till tomorrow. But um, I guess where we started on this little trail was... Remember um, when you were kids? When we were kids, um, they would make us do out of like crafts, like paper and tape. Yeah. A little box that you put next to your desk. I saw some friends trying to make some for their kids. Oh, yeah? They still do that then? Yeah. That's where I was going towards. So they're still doing the whole Valentine's Day where you throw a little thing. And, and so kids... Put, put it I in think each so. I mean, boxes. why were they making so many for? I mean, they had were they making for wow. their classmates? Because I was thinking, like, I'm so disconnected. Because I, I don't know what's going on in schools yeah. with children in elementary, with middle schools. I don't know what's happening anymore. Mm-hmm. So what, whatever I see in the news now, whatever's happening in our world, I'm thinking, is this still happening with kids? Like, for example, Valentine's. Is it inappropriate now? For kids to say, will you be my Valentine? Is that, like, considered harassment now? Like, I don't know. Mm. You know, that's what I would, it got me thinking about that. Yeah. I think with co-workers, I mean, when, I mean as, as adults, I yeah. think it's a little... Because, I mean, I work in the corporate world, mm-hmm. and the men that I work with, they're in leadership, and they're really careful. Like, they're mm-hmm. really... Um, Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't say Valentine's at all today. <laughs> In a way, it's... it's like, the, it's women did to, the women did to the women, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. I had somebody give me the tech lady mm-hmm. a, um, little kisses she left on everyone's desk. But that was it. That was the only thing. Only one yeah. cover did something for everybody. Like, we, I yeah. don't know, as adults, like, really, you don't celebrate it. It's more Can like you imagine, kids. like, a guy, though, just... With a bag of Hershey Kisses. Yeah, it doesn't look Dropping right. it on everybody's desk. Yeah, but a girl can do that, though. Like... Can a girl do it to a guy? That's kind of weird. A girl did it. Uh, 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 um, I'm not going to say her name, no, but you know. <laughs> no. But she left Hershey Kisses and Hugs. Uh-huh. Like, five of them. Yeah. In everybody's desk. Yeah. I, I guess it also depends if the person's old school, but the next generation, I don't... I think that's just going to be phased out because... Um, of the stuff we're going through in this world. And I hate it when people think that it's a negative thing. I think it's such a positive thing. What? Just the whole Me Too movement. Honestly, me personally, I know people, some dudes might be like, come on, bro. Now, fuck you. If you're a fucking douchebag harassing women, you know, um, taking advantage of them because of your power, you know, like, can you imagine bosses back in the day? coming up to the secretary. How many times have you heard of a boss having an affair with a secretary? Mm-hmm. Like, because of the power. Look at, look at, um, ah, that fucking guy, Lauer. Um, oh, Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer. He had a fucking, he had a, um, I guess he had a button 
under his desk to lock his door remotely. So, like, if he had a girl in there or something and he starts seducing her, he, would, he could just lock it remotely from his desk without even getting up to lock his door. And he would just bang girls in there, you know? And then he would go around the fucking workplace giving away dildos and, like, like, like as gifts to coworkers, kind of like harassment. But he was very creepy. Very creepy. Mom. You know? I, I think it's good, this whole Me Too movement. I think some people are, like... Who are the ones that are against it? Why would they be against it? I think it's some of them are the people that... I'll give you an example. That, that show we've been watching um, with Pete Holmes crashing. What was it? Episode three or four from season three. Where the comedian's like, back in the day, uh, you didn't have to ask permission if you want to put it in. Now you have to be like, can I put it in? Okay. Can I take it out now? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's just that older generation of... Of uh, guys and you know, I think though take advantage of girls. Like, what could you do for me, and then I could move you up in a ladder. I think the negative from not all of it, but I think um, people who girls who take advantage of the Me Too. What do you mean by that? If it's all about exposing somebody that's harassing you in any shape or form. Not that, of course, because mm-hmm. I agree with you, too, that any person, whether it be a man or a woman, not just a guy, right? Because I don't know if Me Too is just guys. I don't think so, right? It's just anybody. But anybody who's harassing sexually, verbally to another person, yes, needs to be exposed, for mm-hmm. sure. I'm yeah. all about that. Yeah. Um, but I feel like with anything that's a hot topic, people always go, get on the, on the bag wagon with things and really take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. So a guy, like for example, the feminism that video you showed me about. I mean, you talked about it in your last podcast, but these women putting bleach, oh yeah, on people's crotch, mm-hmm. like because they're pissed at men. But that's a whole like, come on. Or a nice guy, maybe I don't know, maybe doesn't intentionally do anything, but a uh-huh. girl's trying to like <clears throat> be a. I was gonna say, I don't know, a bee. B-I-T-C-H? And just get back at him. Or maybe... Oh, or maybe she's just a B-I-T-C-H and just doesn't like a guy or somebody. Like, like mm. I'm going to gonna get him. I'm going to... Oh, for sure. And they sure. plan it and then they do that and they're like, oh, well, he did that. Yeah. Me too. You know, me too moment. I think yeah. there's women like that that are taking advantage of this me too because it's so hot, big topic right now. Yeah. That... I don't know. That shit's been going on for ages. I mean, that, that yeah, even goes I mean, back to true. whether you believe in the Bible or not. The story is there. Yeah, you're right. How old is the Old Testament? Um, over 2,000 years. Maybe the story that I'm going to talk about is 3,000. Whether it's true or not, it no, was written right. around that time. But look at Joseph. Wasn't his name Joseph? Um, Joseph, uh, the, 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 one of the 12 sons of Jacob. Remember Joseph and his um, fucking Carlos uh, shit. They even made a cartoon, a movie about it. This came after the Prince of Egypt. Joseph. Okay, I'm gonna you type it in before. I, no, Joseph and his. Here it is. Yeah, Joseph and his brothers. Yeah, Joseph. The story of Joseph. Wait, is this Joseph the one that his brothers um, became? Jealous of him? Yeah, and then they left him for something. He, be, he They traded him with some Israelites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he ended up being king. 
Well, Joseph, and then be he became he, assistant to the pharaoh. Oh yeah, he had like a high role. Yeah. and then somehow he moved up. Fast forward time. Uh huh. Somehow his brothers come into his the palace because they need help because there's a fucking famine. Yeah, yeah. In Israel, yeah. and he know, and he recognizes who they are. Yeah. Oh, that Ooh. makes me want to cry right now. Me Such too. a powerful story. That is a, out of all the stories in the mm-hmm. Bible, that is one that like always like not spoke uh-huh. to me, but like a man, forgiveness. forgiveness right? Yeah. Like it's a beautiful story. Yeah. Um. I forgot the name of the movie, but uh, oh, Joseph, King of Dreams. That's the name of the mm. uh, movie. It came after, uh, it was made by the directors or creators of Prince of Egypt. But anyway, the mm. story I wanted to get to before he became the assistant of the Pharaoh or really high up there, I guess. Um, or no. This is a story. So he became somebody high up in ranks with the Pharaoh. And the Pharaoh's wife kept trying to seduce him. Mm, Joseph. Yeah. He was, I think he wasn't that high up. He was like a, like a servant or something. And he, he showed up to bring her a towel or I don't know, mm-hmm. a dildo or something. And then she was like getting all frisky with him. And then he realized what was happening. He was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. This is, this is not cool. You know, I'm an asexual. I don't fuck girls, you know? So... Um, I guess one time she tried to get on him and try to like grab his crotch or whatever. Oh, really? Maybe the Bible says grab the crotch. Yeah. Oh, the I missed New that Amer- part. The New American Standard mm-hmm. Version. Okay. Um, and then he ran away. It says that he, she grabbed a hold of his uh, clothes, his uh, fubu. He was wearing fubu. He grabbed a, a, a hold of his big, extra, extra, extra large fubu. What the hell's a fubu? Um. <laughs> It's a uh, old school. You just make that up. Foo- you know, foo- I don't know what a for foo- us bias. A what? You're for us bias. No, I wow. don't know. Fubu. <laughs> you remember back in the day, everybody was wearing Fubu shirts. Oh, like the the brand Fubu. Yeah. Fubu. Oh, okay. Maybe Let me see it like again. Let me see it again. F U B O. F U B U. No, I think you're wrong. Look, it's no, nowhere. It's, it's Fubu. F U B U for us by us. <gasps> I didn't know that's what it meant. Oh no, I was trying to make a joke. It didn't work out. <laughs> but she grabbed hold you know, of his Fubu only people... or Tommy Hilfiger. Is that, is, it, is that better? Yeah, you okay. know people only back in the day <laughs> are yeah. gonna know what you mean. I know. Most of my listeners are old school. Okay, there you go. Like so myself. they will know. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so she got a hold of his um. What's something more, like, like more uh, modern? Modern, yeah. His coat, his no, shirt, no, like his... brand. Give me a brand. Oh, um, Nike, Adidas. No, come on, that's Echo. <laughs> I no, can't think of brands. H and M. Oh, okay. He was wearing an H and M. We never buy. I never buy even Echo. <laughs> he was wearing uh, Tommy Bahamas. There you go. Or uh, Calvin Klein. <laughs> Calvin Klein. He was wearing American Eagle. There you go. He was wearing a really fancy, skinny, thin express. Express. That's express a express shirt. That's, there you go. Because he was very small, like a twink. Oh, here we go. Very small and thin, like Manny. Okay, and she was all attracted to him, but he's like, "No, I'm not into girls. I'm asexual." Mm. You know how a lot of asexuals lie and they don't want to say that they're gay, but they're really gay. We know. No, I've only that. met one asexual okay, in one. my whole life. No, actually, I think two. That I've one. met a few. Two, three. I made a few of them. Three. Was that three? I know three? a total of three. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, anyway. <laughs> Bragging rights. <laughs> yeah, that's more than me, Just actually. Just kidding. Um, but, uh, so he ran away. She was, so the Pharaoh's wife was trying to bang J, uh, Joseph. And Joseph said, nah, I ain't, I ain't about this life. He gets off. He runs away. She pulls off his American Eagle. And it says in the Bible that he ran away naked. He was naked when he was running. So even it made it even look kind of worse. And then she lied and said that she that he was trying to harass her. Mm-hmm. And then he got thrown in jail. Mm-hmm. And I believe the reason he got out of jail eventually is because he he would have dreams that would like predict the future. Yeah, he would, he like would have, have premonitions. Yeah. So they came to him to figure out how Egypt was going to get out of the famine. This was all God's plan that she was going to do that, right? She was going to be a slutty. Like, I bet you, can you imagine how many dicks she sucked behind the pharaoh's back? A lot. So. No, maybe I don't wonder those things, but oh. I bet you, but you do since you mentioned it. <laughs> if I was a porn director. You're like, don't you ever, can you imagine? I'm like, no, I don't imagine those things. Those, uh, those questions having, don't come in my mind. After having Matt Slayer on the podcast <laughs> from, and now we drink podcast. Now I think about it. Like if I was a porn director. Having my religious background, I would make a lot of porn movies about like religious-based stories. But anyway, so In another life, maybe. That's a yeah. I could still do it. So, <laughs> is it cool? In front of everybody, sure. Okay, cool. And then we'll have this discussion after. All right, <laughs> happy Valentine's. Um, so, see, that's how you stay together. You don't fight in mm-hmm. front of other people. Don't have disagreements in front of other people. We have disagreements. Okay, you can have disagreements, but don't, but don't fight. fight. How many friends do we have? Okay, that's another. That's a, that's a couple tip for yeah. there for you. For us being together now, going on what? Yeah. Fifteen years. Fourteen. Mm-hmm. Fourteen. That's another tip. Okay. Anyways, go back. When you start losing count, that's when you know you could start giving advice. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Um. So Joseph runs away. He eventually saves Egypt, and he becomes a king. But did. did to go back to what you were saying, this is why I'm such a great fucking host of a podcast. It goes back to what you were saying. You are. How baby. many times have women done that where they take advantage of hashtag me too? Mm-hmm. You know, but um, it's not just women. It's happened to um, a lot of men in Hollywood and in the workplace. You know, I got harassed. My story mm-hmm. when I went to do someone's cable and this fucking guy just thought it was cool to grab my fucking cock. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it recently happened also in the last, I don't know how many years, five years or so, to Terry Crews. You know who Terry Crews is, right? Mm-hmm. Is that big black dude, buff no. guy? He was in White Chicks. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Never mind. But I know who you're talking about now. Yes. Yeah. Um, At the first, I was thinking about the guy from The Office that plays the piano. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, him. Yeah, Terry Crews. Um, he came out and said that this fucking big Hollywood producer guy started jerking him off over his pants like he started like rubbing his dick up and down and taking advantage like oh you know if you want to get ahead this is what you're going to do remember um the lady that came to sell us the Roloden oh yeah mm-hmm. the Roloden are like shutters that roll down like the fucking purge mm-hmm. and she was trying to sell us that which we ended up buying but uh she was older, right? She was like in her late sixties, maybe seventies. It's one of those ladies, like, kind of like my mom, where 
they're retired, but they never want to stop working. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember, she somehow we got into that subject. She oh, was an actress. Yeah, because she told us she was an actress. She was actress. in a movie. Remember she told us the name of the movie? Yeah, she was in several movies, but she did tell us one movie. Mm-hmm. Let me get Ozzy. Hold on. Keep telling the story. Um. Yeah, she had mentioned she was in a movie. I don't even know the, remember the name of the movie. But I remember she talked about similar things that we're talking about that Hollywood always taking advantage right like she had experienced a story similar story about yeah how she got taken advantage of they tried specifically what she was saying is that it's funny the way she explained it because she's like she kind of made a face like this is ridiculous how now they're making a big deal this has been around forever Mm, just that now she's like in the 60s and 70s like when she was out there in Hollywood she's like this has always been around. This is the way a lot of women got ahead. It's because they would go show to a producer, a director, a casting director, and they would say, well, what can you do for me? And she said, when they asked me that, I said, well, I could do my best. I'm going to try my best. I'll be the best actress. I'll be very... Uh, I remember, yeah. She, like treating it like an interview, a she job interview. Get hired. And then the guy said, okay, we'll get back to you. And then she realized after several auditions that she's like, oh, they wanted something else. Mm-hmm. They wanted, when, I, when they said, what can you do for me? It's like casting couch. Like, um, you know, like they, they uh, I don't know if you know, have you ever heard of casting couch? No. Oh, let me introduce you to casting couch. So casting couch is this porn where they said, I've heard. Why did I think it was porn related? <laughs> I should have just said that. Next time, let me just, I should just. So, Casting Couch is called Casting Couch because it's really, this is before the Me Too stuff. These are old porns from the early 2000s. This is before us, just so you know. Um, so, it was a black couch. You never see the guy in the video, but he has camera set up. And they show a girl come in, and it's all stage, obviously. A lot of people think it's real. Maybe it is, but no. I don't know. Maybe it is, but they still have to sign a form to release it. Maybe I should ask Matt Slayer about this. That's a good question for Matt Slayer. He's in the porn business. So the lady would come in, the young lady, and they would like say, okay, you're going to be in this music video, blah, blah, blah. You're going to be in this movie. All right, but what can you do first in the camera? All right, we're going to have to see you in your, in your uh, underwear. All right, we're going to have to ask you to take that off. And next thing you know, the guy's banging her, holding the camera, mm-hmm. never recording his face. And um, and that was called Casting House, or Casting Couch. Before that, it was back backroom facials. Anyway, I'm going in too deep. But this is kind of what the lady was saying. This kind of stuff has been happening for a long time, you know, in Hollywood. And on Joey Diaz's podcast, I'm bringing this up because you're a big fan of her. He said, can you imagine, can you imagine, let me make sure this is recorded because this is like powerful. When I heard Joey Diaz said this, I was like, holy shit. Can you imagine what drove Marilyn Monroe to death to commit suicide? No, I don't want to think about that. No, I mean, I'm just kidding. I just love her a lot. I'm sad that she did that. But look how beautiful she was. And we all think... She was the most beautiful woman at the time that we knew of because there wasn't that many cameras. 
Mm. But she was the one that made it. Can you imagine all the shit she went through to mm. get that big? No. Yeah. If, if you imagine how sick and, and fucking perverted men are now, can you imagine back in the day when they could do it? Mm. Especially when they could smoke inside. Mm. We don't think about that. Yeah, it's true. If you could smoke inside, you could do whatever the fuck you want. People are smoking inside disgust me. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing a guy smoking a cigar and then asking Marilyn Monroe what can you do for me just going in her face and all that. We always said we were going to watch a documentary about her. I need to look one up. Because I am like, I connect, well, the, how I connect we ever with her know the truth on so... I don't know what is it about her. Mm-hmm. Like, I just look at her, and I just feel like I know her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's her look. It's her confidence that I admire. I, I do want to watch I admire her. Yeah, the fact that she was brought up. I don't think she was honestly put in the right time. I think she was meant, like, right now. You, you always say that, but I don't know. But, like, she had just... She was so... Ad- like the um, the influence that she had mm-hmm. about the fashion and then and, and, and makeup and just just forget about that aside just her presence. Mm-hmm. Was she killed though? What if she was killed? I would. I, I do want to watch a documentary. Hopefully Netflix does something. Netflix has been doing a lot of great things. But there's so many of her, I think, now. Of documentaries. Recent ones? Not no. recent, no. That's recent. what I'm saying. Maybe, like, you know how Netflix really goes in another layer, another yeah. two, three layers deep? Who knows? Because there was a lot of controversy about her fucking um, John F. Kennedy and the brother. Yeah. And that maybe they had her killed um, because there was too much, too much, like, um, that she could have revealed, mm-hmm. you know? But to go back kind of like what Joey Diaz was saying, it's like, oh, yeah. can you imagine all the shit that she went through of being harassed by super huge people saying, all right, we're going to need you to um, do this next movie, but first you're going to have, have to lick my left nut, you know? Like the shit that she probably had to do, honestly, with a lot of married men, mm-hmm. men, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's it's heartbreaking, and it's, she's not the only one. It's happened to so many women, and before even Me Too came out, we kind of knew about it because we would hear about stuff like that. And they even made a movie about that kind of uh, with Steve Martin and um, Eddie Murphy. Remember Bowfinger, mm. where there was that chick, yeah, the chick that would like blow dudes to try to get up. But here's the thing: they made her look like the bad one, like she oh, was. She, she was, was the skanky one. one. There's- just people like that too there's people like that too that they don't sure. care that yeah. they're all about that yeah. and I think that's why Hollywood men that like that think that anybody because of few women that mm-hmm. gave them that oh that's easy mm-hmm. that they gave it that they went to their head like oh I can treat all women or you know what I mean yeah yeah that's true wow but, we're going up almost an hour I know and you and I forced you I forced you to be in, on your podcast no you kept saying you. We, when are we going to podcast and no, I, I said, kept telling you let's do a podcast let's do a podcast let's do a podcast mm-hmm. let's do a podcast when you're going to book me when you're going to book me yeah. just but we never like planned it we and never. then sometimes what happens is like that last time with Ian and Sammy sometimes you just got to be like we're having a good conversation do you mind if I just pull out the phone and start recording 
you know, and and then boom, you just let it flow, you just go. You know what I'm saying? Late, Marilyn Monroe. Oops. Oh, is it when he she sings Happy Birthday to him? Yeah. Can you imagine like Jackie uh, Kennedy while sitting there while there's rumors of her fucking her husband and she's singing happy birthday I know like why yeah it's weird she's like blowing him with her voice she's blowing everybody with her voice being all seductive like Did she commit suicide after JFK got assassinated? Wow, that's a good question. I don't know. Hmm. I don't want to look it up. Neither. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> as, as you take your Irish shot whistle. you're taking. You didn't offer me one? Oh, I didn't. Oh, sorry. Wow, <laughs> baby. Is this what 13? Or well, now 14? Valentine's Day does, like your friend said. You don't even offer your wife a shot. Wow. We're gonna edit that. Wow. No, we're gonna keep it. This is real. <laughs> All right, so people know what we're drinking. We're drinking uh, Costco's version of. Uh, We've been hooked on this Irish whiskey from Costco. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kirkland Irish whiskey. It's like the. But big it's so bottle. good. Yeah, it's such a good like, price. Thirty-five bucks or thirty bucks. Like thirty-two bucks or like how many milliliters is that? Yeah, this is the one point seven five. Yeah, it'll last us a while, and um, it's like the Jame- Jameson version or the McGregor one. Oh yeah. You know what I feel like doing? I feel like buying this one, the Costco one, and then buying the McGregor one. And when the McGregor one's empty, refill it with this one, and then show off at the party. Which like, would have been great to say, maybe not on the podcast, so that people hearing it. Oh yeah. Wouldn't have known. All right, we're gonna edit most. Of <laughs> no, this podcast. don't. Just edit. All right, one oh three. One oh three. You've been edited. No. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. No chaser too. Well, you I'm, just right I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Love you. All right. Oh. We just said it's good, and you're making a. Oh. I always do that though. Yeah. Well, but, um, baby. Happy Valentine. I love you. Love you. You, my soulmate, my love. Yeah. Um, I can't believe this is 14 Valentines together. It's just crazy to even say that, but it's amazing yeah. to be able to say that. Mm-hmm. To be able to reach. I'm taking it from my speech. Well, it wasn't my speech. My. Anyways, it's. The, the fact that I can be able to say that I've been with you, with someone, mm-hmm. in the double digits, and 14, I'm really proud to say that. Yeah, man. Because, you know, it, it it's taken 
a lot of mm-hmm. what patience, love, you know, all, all that we've been through, and mm-hmm. we're here, and I'm just excited still for what's to come with you. And it's been 14 years, but yeah, it's been amazing, baby. Thank you for just to. So this would be sorry. Yeah, you. I was. Um, I, I was. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. No, 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 I sorry. Lost it. I lost no, I'm it. trying to figure out. See, if it's now you killed years. it. No, but if we got married in 2005, we're turning 14 years this year. So that means yes. married. Oh, so it's we 13. Did 14. So we. Yeah, right now we're 13 years married. No, I know, but we're, we're turning 14, 14 years married. But it's been 14 Valentines because yes. you can't the, count the annuals. Yeah. All right. Sorry. That was a little Asperger. Asperger me. Anyways, uh, I love you. Love you too. I, I love that we always just do what works for us, and I mm-hmm. hope that we always continue to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, we never have ever been the one kind of couple that we see something that a couple does, and like, oh, we got to do that because they're happy. Like, no, mm-hmm. we just know what works for us. Mm-hmm. And thank you for being my best friend. Thank you, Mama. You're truly my best friend, babe. Oh. You are. We're not going to edit that. No, you are. What? Oh, I am? You are. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm saying you are. Oh, I am. You are my best friend. <laughs> oh, my best I know friend. people say that, but truly you are. I... Yeah. As we shake like homies right now. <laughs> we just did a handshake. But, you know, we're, I know. <laughs> I know it's funny. That's what best friends do? You know what I'm saying? And then they fuck. Whoa. Whoa. Okay, bye. <laughs> Here's what, I, what I've what i learned, a, a new um, little thing that I've learned. And I think this could go out to people in relationships or couples or in relationship with their friends or just the world, the workplace. And I'm still learning this, but it's through a video that you sent me. One of those like self edify videos self edification um, personal and development I say edify so oh you anyway, said edify okay sorry edify yourself bitch that's the name of the episode oh remind me I want to plug in that podcast that I've been hearing too non-stop because that reminds me of what you just plug said plug it real quick plug no no we, I'm gonna plug it forget now. what you're going to say no I'm not going to forget plug okay. it um, so I've been listening to this podcast by Trish Blackwell confidence podcast she basically confidence on the go whenever you need a boost of pick me up confidence you're about to give a speech or just your everyday life you don't feel confident talking to people or going to events or just hanging out with your normal friends that you hang out with you get social anxiety I totally recommend this podcast it really has opened up my eyes I listen to it every day I think we live in a world where there's a lot of negativity it's a scary place to live and we're just bombarded with all these negative stuff, stimuli, and even our own thoughts. So it ultimately changes the way we experience life because our thoughts are driven by what we do. And so if we change all that, our whole life could be changed, how we experience things, our relationships with people. And it's all by just how we think, our thoughts. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love about her podcast. She teaches you to really control your thoughts and that you ultimately have control of living to your full potential every day and it's you nobody else it's no circumstances you 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 mm-hmm. so p- please check it out she may not be your cup of tea um but 
She has over a million she, downloads. She is and religious. She's really established. She's not. She's okay, religious. She is religious. So she'll drop her, but she's not preaching to she's you about religion. She's not preaching. She should not go come to church or convert. No, not no, even. No, 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 no. She'll drop no, no, just no, like no. just like an agnostic or a Buddhist will yes, mention their just, religion, but it's just passive. It's, it's just, just passive. Pass, yeah, passing by. But it it has nothing to do with the message that she's sending. Which Her is thing great. is just about confidence. She hasn't been at confidence college. Mm-hmm. I struggle with that self esteem, just being confident in general. And I wish I would have heard this so many years ago. I'm glad I found it now. Shout I'm not out to gonna Chris, Trish Trish Blackwell. Blackwell. I'm gonna meet her one day. Yeah. No, she's she's really opened my eyes, mm-hmm. and I just feel like it's only fair that. When I hear something that's like almost life changing to me, that I have to like share it. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. That's that's what it's all about. It's when you learn something, something that's important, something that edifies you, you want to edify others. Um, the the thing I learned that I wanted to share didn't come from her. It came from someone else. David Another Quick. video. What was David, it? David and then Quick. I think so. Yeah, David Quick. Yeah, him. So look up their videos. Um, David Quick has a lot of like good uh, TED Talks and mm-hmm. videos that will uh, self-improve you. Self-edify. Um, well, edify you. Edify your life so when you're having fellowship with your friends, <laughs> you can edify them. There you go. Um, edify, edify your dick. Um, so what I learned was there's two kinds of people in this world. Mm. You know how people say, oh, okay, here we go. So what are they? This better be good. And this was good. Either you're a thermometer or a thermos that. Mm-hmm. I remember when I texted you, I said we were thermos. <laughs> remember we that? Had, yeah, we had disagreed about something We in had the just morning. had a fight in the morning. Oh, wow. You notice how I said disagree and yeah. you say fight? Yeah, we fought. Okay, so we, we fought, we left I guess. We left mad at each other to work. And I, I, after watching the video that you had sent me like three days before... I'm like, wow, we're... After he said, either you're a thermostat or Yeah, a explain that. Explain that. What does he mean by that? What does he mean by thermostat or thermometer? What does a thermostat do? A thermostat... Like I always a, get... I'm I always like get those... Thermometer. One of them regulates the temperature and the other one... Um, <laughs> what is the other one? <gasps> one of them for sure regulates and the other one... Um, Reacts. Reacts. There you go. The other one reacts. Okay, so a thermometer will tell you the temperature in the living room, in the kitchen. You have one outside in the patio. A thermometer will always tell you where it stands because if it's hot outside, it's going to tell you, hey, it's 90 degrees outside. Why? Because a thermometer is affected by its environment. Mm -hmm. So whatever its environment is, it's going to reflect that right. and the world is going to see that everybody that looks at it it's going to be like oh it's at that level right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so when I text you I'm like oh shit we got mad at each other over something so petty that I text you I'm like we acted we acted like thermos yeah. we're both thermos but a thermos is something that holds coffee uh-huh. <laughs> I know what you were trying to say. Oh, look, I know, I just saw um, that too. But the the other kind of person is a thermostat. Let me make sure I'm saying that right. Thermostat. Yeah, thermostat. Yeah, a thermostat. So what does a thermostat do? A thermostat regulates. It regulates. <laughs> yes. 
be one of those Nest new modern thermostat that you could control by with an app. You know, a thermostat doesn't give a fuck what time, what what, what fucking temperature it is. Uh, a thermostat, you set it at seventy. Okay, and let's say it's summertime, right? And all of a sudden, the environment is getting a little too heated, too mm-hmm. hot. You know, when it tries to pass 70, you know what the thermostat says? Fuck you, bitch. We're going to go back down to We're 70. regulating. We're going to regulate trying, You're trying to... See, that's what it's doing. It's Regulators! Stimulated. Go up. Get mad. Get mad. Go higher. Go higher. Go mm-hmm. higher. I'm feeling hot. Mm-hmm. You need to raise the heat. Mm-hmm. You know what the thermostat said? You don't control me. Mm-hmm. I say when I go up and mm-hmm. down. Yeah. And that's exactly. Like I don't know. Okay. <laughs> well, things are calling me out. <laughs> We're gonna edit that. No, uh, not edit it. But there's also bath thermostat. I just started thinking about that. Don't try to bite my finger just because I'm pointing at you. <laughs> there's bath thermostats. What about the instigators? The ones that say, "Oh no, we need to change this. We need to, like he said that you said this." That's also a thermostat. Yeah, but we're not changing. No, you be a strong thermostat. Say no, bitch. I'm gonna control the situation. So when things get heated, you know, and uncomfortable. But it's hard. It's hard to do. People, like, if you go into a room and it's too hot, too, too, you know, you get uncomfortable. You're being a uh, <laughs> thermometer. I almost said thermostat. Yeah, thermostat is... I need to get thermostat of my fucking life. You're a thermometer. Yeah. Because you're just fucking adapting. You're not adapting. Yeah, you are. You're, and you need to say that. You're reflecting. You're, you're letting the environment change you. And if you keep on doing that every day, day in and day out, man, mm-hmm. it's, you're just relying on outer circumstances. You're defi- you're, like your life is being defined by people and situations yeah. versus you being like defining your own mm-hmm. life and controlling it. Right. I used to, and while you're saying that, some people take pride in that. Honestly, I used to take pride in getting angry. Because I'm like, I'm like my dad. My dad has that Cuban road rage, mm-hmm. that Cuban anger. I used to get, I used to take pride in, little by little, I'm learning. I'm not there yet. I'm not even close, but I'm learning to not, like the way I act in front of people, uh, not here at home. I'm talking about like me when I get pissed off at people. You've seen me get pissed off at someone like, at Walmart by just by fucking moving my car. Like, who the fuck are you? Don't be fucking moving my car. That's me letting the environment affect me, you know? But at the same time, from what I've learned, it's not... Yes, that's stimulating you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he, something moving your car is stimulating. But at the same time, what are you telling yourself when that's happening? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what are you telling yourself? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because what you're telling yourself is causing the emotions to come. Right, right. So when that guy moved your cart, what did, okay, when that guy moved the cart, what did it bring? Like, what were you telling yourself when that's happening? Oh, he's disrespecting me. Yeah, he's da da da. It takes me back to my childhood, right? Or like getting getting bullied. Yeah. Okay, so now, but you're, you're, you're telling yourself, you're feeding a story that happened in your childhood mm-hmm. and you're putting it to a present as a belief that this person is your, as a bully mm-hmm. when it could have been an innocent thing. And it couldn't have been either that he was just being a jerk and he just took it, but it could have been the other way too. Maybe he was just, he wasn't thinking, yeah. thinking. He was being an airhead. and whatever. Yeah. Right. 
But it's all what you tell yourself. If you told yourself at the moment, oh, he took my cart. Maybe he is having a bad day. Mm -hmm. I just don't want to have a bad day either. Maybe he's just, I don't know. I don't know whatever other scenario you play in your head that makes you not want to react, though, like angry. Mm -hmm. Then whatever you're thinking and telling yourself, oh, okay, I'm not going to, it's okay. Maybe I'm just going to get another cart and you don't, like, yeah. you don't. So it's, it's yeah, it's just, it's the environment kind of. Mm -hmm. But in reality, if you go back to really what it is, it's mm -hmm. what you are telling yourself in right. your head that is it, it comes causing down to your what, actions. It comes down to defeating yourself because you're you're really in battle with your own um, negativity. And this 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 is exactly what you're, what, what you're saying is exactly true because this could apply. I just brought up the example of getting angry. Being a thermostat also comes down to what about when you get discouraged? People try to discourage you or your losses when you fail. Are you going to let that affect it or are you going to regulate that? No, because, so, oh man, I could talk 10 hours, but with mm -hmm. failures, that's a whole different thing. But it's the same thing though. You're the thermostat. You're going to regulate that area. That's true. Yeah, so it's like, because true. that's why you're fighting your own, that's your true. own voice. Sorry. Sure. You, you got to fight your own voice. Then. That's true. You got to give yourself a pep talk and control your, and convince yourself because when you start getting discouraged, no one is, no one else is doing that but yourself mm -hmm. because you, you become uh, a thermometer because you're letting the environment dictate who you are. Mm -hmm. So it says mm -hmm. the environment says you're 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 low. You're not as good as seventy hot sunny day. No, you're at sixty, maybe fifty five, cloudy. So you're letting the environment tell you what you are. And what happens when you? think those things what What do you think your next action is going to be is it going to be a positive one is it going to be an action driven action or is it going to be I'm just going to be stuck here and not do anything because I'm stuck in my thoughts of, of why I should not be doing this I heard a, a podcast just the other day about her she talks about that overthinking is the enemy of creativity is the enemy of action overthinking thinking just in general like that's so true in my life so true so many projects that had many potential to be successful or makeup ideas or just it, just things like that, for example. And I didn't do it because of overthinking. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't, I did it because, oh, I'm not good enough. I don't have this yet. I don't have the right lighting. I don't have the right blah, 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 blah. They're just excuses that I've given myself. Mm -hmm. And it's because of what I told myself. Overthinking it. And what I told myself caused me not to do it. Mm hmm and what does that do to me, to my credibility, to myself as a person? That doesn't build my confidence yeah. because I'm talking down to myself. Right. I'm not taking action. I'm telling myself, if I have a good idea, I'm not worth it and I can't do it. I, I or how many people have, have you thought, I'm not ready, I'm going to wait till I'm ready? You're never ready. You're never ready. Yeah. There's never the perfect time. Look how long I've been in my makeup and I've given myself every excuse in the book to not do video because I don't have this lighting or I don't have this microphone. No, at the end of the day, it's my fear. It's my fear of telling me I'm not good enough. Um, I have a, have to, a certain amount of following, following to be able to do a video or to be credible to the makeup world. No, I, I have a passion for makeup and it's a reason and I need to continue it and no matter what I tell myself, I love to do what I do and I'm 
And at the end of the day, I do want to inspire people. I want to show people that to chase their dreams and not be afraid. Because for the longest time, I was. And not to say I'm not still, but I wouldn't have any other way of living every day. Maybe because I'm getting older too and I'm finally noticing like, man, life is truly, truly very short. And why am I going to waste one day telling myself that I can't do what I really love if the passion was given to me in for a reason? Mm-hmm. You have comedy in your blood for a reason. I have makeup in my blood for a reason. Why am I going to keep telling myself I'm not good enough if the passion was given to me by I don't know who will you believe in, but it's in me, and yeah. that should be enough. My passion my love for my craft should be enough to carry me through right to see myself as whoever i need to see myself but to get me to do also to in, do. An, in another hand though don't downplay yourself either because the stuff that you've accomplished in just a few years has been huge just in your instagram alone the way you've influenced a lot of people you know and you i know? appreciate I know that you baby. still haven't done videos you haven't done that and i know by overthinking Sometimes it, that will definitely stop people. It could prevent people from doing, taking an art class, taking a, a stand-up comedy seriously, or even trying stand-up comedy or starting a podcast because they think, I need to have this. I need to have this wire. I need to have this control. Or you want to start a business and you want to do Facebook Live and you don't do it because, you like, ooh, it. I don't have... There's all kinds of stuff stopping you. But at the same time, you do have to look back and think about the stuff you have done. And... Uh, of course, you got to look at all the stuff you haven't done and say, I need to do it and set your goals. But I, one, one, one of the things I've learned from comics or just people, you got to give yourself a pep talk and say, I've also done a lot. I've done a lot of good. So you got to recognize because if you don't do that, then you're also not building yourself up. No, I agree. I agree completely. I agree that you have to take moments as you're growing, as you're building your 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 business, your yourself, whatever you're trying to get better at, yes, you always have to not focus so much on the next step, mm-hmm. but also enjoy the current process right. of it all. That's all what you have to like enjoy the process of getting better. Yeah. And also taking that time to reflect because yeah. people don't take that time yeah. to do that. For for to do what you just said requires. Honestly, putting it on a weekly schedule, uh-huh. dedicating time weekly, monthly, whatever it needs, and think about what have I accomplished? Mm-hmm. Like, because people are so just focused on the future. Like, what do I have to go? Like, what is my next step? Mm-hmm. And look at the, all the, yes, you're right. All, all of the makeup companies that I work for now, or that I work with now, not work for, that I work with now, and they send me stuff here and there. I dreamt, I prayed, I worked, like, I would literally tell myself, one day I will. I want to work with this company. And I do now, and yeah. what am I so focused on now? Oh, the other companies that I, I that currently don't work with me. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and at one point, I was sitting on my value in obtaining those makeup companies that, that I had not worked with, that I was forgetting, like, whoa, hello, what about all these other ones that you accomplished? Mm-hmm. It can get like that, of course, yes. As humans, like perfectionists especially, I struggle with that. Trish Blackwell, she's a perfectionist. She says that she, all her life she struggled being a perfectionist and she was tired of that. 
I think I got to a point too that I'm tired. I'm tired of putting this like unattainable um, goal to myself and feeling that I was falling short every single time, which I wasn't because I was just putting this bar so freaking high on myself that of course I was not going to be able to be 100% always happy because how can I? That's impossible to reach that, mm-hmm. right? So, yes, yeyeah, always focusing on what you've accomplished. But at the same time, though, I feel like I could I could be currently somewhere differently or maybe be in a position where... I don't know, you say, a lot, of, you say a lot of ifs, but no. I know for sure that I could be at least a little somewhere different. Well, you have to. You have to have ambition. You can't be complacent because at the same time, if you're just happy where you are also, the thing is that if you're just happy is that um, you could think, oh, I'm just doing great. I'm doing well. And right there, that moment, you just became a thermostat because you're being fooled by what the environment. You're, you're not a thermostat, a thermometer. Yeah. You're, you're reflecting what you think you are instead of setting the tone because that's when you become delusional. How many people have we talked about that are delusional in their careers and they think they're doing great and you look at them and you're like, oh my God, this guy's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's true. And they're, they're out there. You see actors, you see makeup artists, you see, oh, I see, I see, I see, I've seen some makeup artists that think that they're huge and, and they, they, they talk like if they're talking to millions of people and you're but like, you know what though no one's leaving comments no one's liking their stuff like I admire it's crazy that you might hear me com- say this you admire the confidence I admire their confidence of course and I, I admire I that see, and the same thing applies to comedy how many comedians do I see that have oh, all this true. confidence yeah. especially when I was starting off and I would see these comments like oh my god this guy is bombing so bad but he doesn't think he's bombing mm-hmm. that's so true. yeah that's true um, at the same time you can't just sit there and be like okay I'm good here no no you gotta be ambitious too but you gotta recognize the good you've done already but at the same time you can't stop there you gotta keep climbing you gotta keep climbing true, until baby. you die motherfucker it's true you never stop climbing you gotta regulate Regulators! Regulate and... Mount up. Not ignite, but what was, what was, what was that word? Uh, fellowship and you now say... And edify. Okay, edify and... Regu- regulate. regulate. Edify. Okay, regulate. Edify. Fellowship. Oh, fellowship. And edify. And edify. And all like, kind of like eat, sleep, repeat. Yeah. Yeah. You got to regulate your environment. You got to have Edify fellowship. yourself. Edify yourself and then fellowship so you edify others. Oh, that's good. Happy Valentine's, babe. Happy Valentine's. Thanks for inviting me on your podcast. Oh, you're welcome. Oh, um, so I know before we go, um, I want to plug, um, uh, I don't know when you want to do this, but we've been obsessed about these chocolate bars from Good Fats. I don't even, I can't even remember how many boxes we bought at this point, um, but they are so delicious. They have so many different flavors. They're not even sponsored, just so you guys They're know. not sponsored. We, these are low-carb, low-sugar, keto-friendly. The carbs on this are really low. Um, for example, on this one that I'm holding right now, this is the peanut butter chocolate one. Ooh, which, thank you, babe. This happens to be my favorite from them. 
So this one has in total 13 grams of carbs, which for a chocolate bar is pretty good because usually chocolate bars easily run at least 22 grams of carbs. So for the fact that this has 13, it's amazing. Well, it's like, you know those power bars and, and climb and all that? Like, you know those power bars you see? You can see them at 7-Eleven or you go to a GNC. When you look at all the sugars that it has, all the carbs, unless you're working out and really climbing, rock climbing and fucking climbing a mountain or... Or an arch crazy athlete. Yeah. I mean, you're not really taking... You're not getting rid of those calories. You're not burning those calories. You're not using that energy. Um, instead, what... What I like about good fats is like somebody that's trying to either maintain or trying to lose weight. You know, everybody's trying to do the keto diet right now. Mm-hmm. The, the keto, that's a new thing. That's a new thing. The new fad. Mm-hmm. It's like the kind of like the Atkins, but it's the keto, and they, you know, it's been around actually longer, but it's now getting bigger. Well, love good fats. Um, it does sound like a commercial, but honestly, we're, the reason no, we're, I love it. The reason we're we're talking about it is because I'm always talking about on the podcast trying to lose weight or whatever and this this thing has helped me especially in the mornings because i like to have my coffee and how many times have i been tempted to have like donut a donut or a cookie you, or know, a, you know i love or a sweet uh, pan dulce I, yeah and when i get when i get into cookies you know i i, I get into cookies like oh, I, 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 love go cookies a, too. I go through a phase um but what i like about this is that like i could have the mint one and the chocolate mint one. Yeah, the chocolate yeah. mint one. Put it in the freezer. Oh, which you could, by the way, put in the freezer. You could put it in the freezer and eat it. And then... And it tastes like almost... You know what I did too? What? With the coconut one. I dip it in my chocolate. Mm. In my... Not in my coffee. In chocolate. <laughs> my chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> my hot cocoa. No. Yeah. My, but you could dip it. You, it. It tastes like a cookie. If there's... They keep you full. By the microphone. They keep you full. They're delicious. We get them at Amazon. You can get them wherever. Just look it up. Oh, well, we've got them at Amazon. We got through a website. But um, they, they, what I like about it is that um, I was, for example, I was really hungry one time. And I just ate one just because I was just, like, getting angry. You know how they say, eat a Snickers or whatever? Mm-hmm. And I just ate one, and, oh, my God, I felt satisfied. And I feel like my problem, you know what breaks my diet? It's when I let myself get to that part when I be, speaking of being a thermostat, right? I become a thermometer. And if I, if I get to that point where I'm really hungry, I lose control. Oh, yeah. I lose control of the diet. I don't care about anything. And I just end up being bad. hmm You know? So, yeah, make sure you check Love Good Fats out if you are a bar snack or you like to snack on bars, should I say? This is going to be an amazing thing to check into and consider. I think they have about... I forget how many flavors they have, but I'm sure they have a flavor that suits your liking. It would be cool if they become a sponsor. That would be awesome. I would promote the hell out of it. Yeah, I mean, we... Even Even if they weren't a sponsor, I would still promote it because it's one of those things that you believe in. Yeah, exactly. You know, because even though I'm not hard, you know me, I'm not. We're not hard. We're not on keto. We both are not, but. I'm just low carb. Yeah. I keep it low carb during the week, you know, but what's nice about it is that if, if I feel like 
I'm hungry. I know I could just eat one of those. Just scarf it down. But if, the problem is that if I scarf it down, I'm not, I'm not going to enjoy it. I want to enjoy it. So I go slow. Have you ate one? They're small. No, they are. I mean, they're like, tiny. I mean, they're not super tiny, but they're not. They're like, like the size of my middle finger, but thicker. Maybe my middle finger. You can't use it as a reference because my middle finger okay. is still. So they're like the size of a Snickers, not the keen size. So I try to take little bites and just drink a little coffee. Yeah, and just enjoy it. I mean, keep another little yeah. bite. And yeah. So anyway, oh, and I felt energetic. Got a boost of energy. Yeah. I got on my truck and I try to lift it up. <laughs> so. Well, thank you, baby, for inviting me on your podcast again. Mm-hmm. Happy Valentine's Day. I'm going to wrap this up because I need to go to bed and <laughs> go to work tomorrow. Yeah. But thank you. I had fun. This has been a while since I've been on... You know, it's funny, we haven't even been recording the whole time. Oh my god, have we not? Are you going to get mad? Yeah. Are you going to be a, a ther- thermist? Are you testing me? I'm only looking <laughs> at your phone. Are you going to be a coffee mug? No. And keep my coffee hot? Well, because we still had a great conversation. Of course. Love you, baby. Happy Valentine's. Yeah, we Oh, where can people find you? Lizzie Correa on Instagram and Facebook. Which is mainly what I use. I have Snapchat. Don't use it. Don't find me. Why? You don't use it anymore? Not really. I use it for the filters and I upload it on Instagram. I really have lost my thing for Snapchat lately. So it's mainly Instagram, Instagram stories, Mm -hmm. Facebook. That's my jam. Cool. All right, guys. If you want to see me regulate, (laughs) you can catch me on Instagram, Fred Recker, F R E D R E K E R. Uh, pretty much everything. Um, I still have Snapchat. I don't use it that much. Not really, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but everything, Fred Wrecker. Just go to freddycorea.com. Oh, I'm, I'm also on... Oh. Boom! <laughs> I'm also on Pinterest. Oh. I love Pinterest. Fuck you. If you don't like Pinterest, go fuck yourself. Pinterest is fucking dope. Yeah, I love Pinterest. I've been getting into house renovation shit, and it's great. And cupcakes. All right. Regulate, people. Peace. It was a clear black night, a clear white moon. Warmer G was on the streets, trying to consume some skirts for the E, so I could get some phones rolling in my ride, chilling all alone. Just hit the east side of the LBC. On a mission trying to find Mr. Warren G. Seen a car full of girls, ain't no need to tweak. All you skirts know what's up with 213. So I hooked some left on 21 and Lewis. Some brothers shooting dice, so I said, let's do this. I jumped out the rock and said, what's up? Some brothers pulled some gats, so I said, I'm 16 in the clip and one in the home. Big dog is about to make somebody's turn. Now they drop it and yell it's a tad bit late Take your report and she had to regulate I'm 
breaking myself. I can't believe they taking Warren's wealth. They took my rings. They took my Rolex. I looked at the brother, said, damn, what's next? They got my homie hemmed up, and they all around. Can't come up, see if they going straight pound for pound. They want to come up real quick before they start to clown. I best pull out my strap and lay them busters down. They got guns to my head. I think I'm going down. I can't believe it's happening in my own town. If I had wings, I would fly. Let me contemplate. I glance in the cut, and I see my homie Nate. Sixteen in the clip, and one in the hole. Big dog is about to make somebody's turn cold. Switching my mind back into freak mode If you won't skirt, sit back and observe I just left a gang of those over there on the curb Now they got the freaks and that's a known fact Before I got jacked, I was on the same track Back up, back up, cause it's on N-A-T-E and me The woman to the G